Hello and welcome to episode 84 of the Critical Twits podcast, where today we return to Netrunner to discuss rotation. Woo! Just like all the other podcasts. Yeah, pretty much. Hello and welcome to the Critical Twits. I'm Brian Ennis. I'm Aaron Vinsky. And today we're back talking about Netrunner. Yes. The living card game of cyberpunk shenanigans. Seems about appropriate. Sounds like alliteration. Which might be good. Yeah. Sexy (laughs) cyberpunk shenanigans. (laughs) Is Netrunner sexy? Um, If you're well into your computers, yeah, I suppose so. Or you like cards. Yeah. Or cybers. Or... Or punks. Or punks, yeah. (laughs) Cool. So yeah, the sexy cyberpunk shenanigans that is Netrunner. Now, we haven't talked about Netrunner for a while, because Netrunner has been kind of up in the air a little bit. Yeah. Uh, There's been lots of people on the internet, so, you know, take everything they say with a huge pinch of salt, (laughs) uh, that have declared Netrunner as being dead! Dead! Because there was no news, and no one knew what was going to happen, and we had the last ever... Not the last ever. uh, The last pack of the last cycle yes um so mars was done and finished with yeah uh, and freed presumably yeah i don't, don't know mars is <laughs> mars is a dangerous place just made dead again yeah yeah um if you're ever on mars um i recommend you just get to the reactor god <laughs> <laughs> that was awful wasn't it <laughs> yes but quiet quiet that's better, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's more That's like good. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not pleasant for anyone to listen to. Um, yeah, and so there was like a lack of news for a while. Yeah. Um, which is understandable, you know, as a living card game, Netrunner kind of needs that constant feed of what's next, new cards, how's the meta changing, all these kinds of things. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of that. Uh, but it has recently been announced that the next cycle of cards has been pushed back till early next year, probably. Yeah. And... Rotation, which is the subject of our podcast, that only took me like two and a half minutes to get there, um, <laughs> will be happening pre-Worlds, which takes place early November. Yeah. So we're now in the situation where, for those people that don't know, because I like to coin this, probably should have done this at the beginning, a noob's guide to rotation, because yeah. we are still kind of Netrunner noobs. We've only been playing for a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in the grand life cycle of Netrunner, it's it like be. 20%. It's been out for five years. Yeah. Five years? Yeah, I'm going to say five years with confidence. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. So we're still in the toddler stages of, of Netrunner yes. players. Yeah. We are, we are Netrunner. We are Netrunner infants. Yeah. Or we could be Netrunner like school children, like being packed off with like a little lunch and a little hat. <laughs> mummy, mummy, why are you leaving me here? I'm rotating out. <laughs> 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 Rotated out parents who've been sent to Netrunner boarding school. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Oh. No. <laughs> See, Critical Twits is not just about games and cards and running nets. It's also about reliving childhood trauma. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the first two cycles of cards will be rotating out. Mm. Which are which cycles, Aaron? Duh. I don't actually know. It's been such a long time since I bothered looking at the names. Genesis and Spin? Yes. The Genesis cycle. And the spin cycle, so... <laughs> so the birth of cards <laughs> and a washing machine. 
<laughs> the spin cycle. Yeah, everyone in Netrunner is now going to stink because all their cut. They've put everything in the washing machine, and everything's just sat going musty in a puddle of slightly soapy water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no cleansing in the future. Only dirt. Wow. I wonder how long it's been since someone's made a spin cycle joke yeah. related to Netrunner. Yeah, probably about um, five years. Yeah, so it will have been f- it will have been five years since the first pack of Genesis. Genesis came out in December 2012. Good God! Uh, so there will be twenty. There's 120 cards roughly in a cycle. So there'll be 240 cards leaving the card pool, which is quite a lot. Which is a lot of cards and shakes up. The game, the meta, the big game, the the overall game, um, you know, sort of the competitive side of things, and will probably also affect even people playing at home mm. if they want to pl- sort of stay current. Yeah, um, I mean, there's nothing stopping people just ignoring rotation completely. Yeah, I mean, they're not, what they like. Yeah, they're not coming around your house and burning those cards. And if that is you, and you haven't got these cycles, they'll probably appear quite cheap fairly soon, <laughs> um, with people getting rid of their cards. Uh, those cards may live on in the form of drafts. So people might make draft cubes and things out of them. Yeah, I'm going to put mine in a box. Occasionally, look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just rifle through the cards. I might frame them as the heyday of Netrunner. I could, so. yeah, I could. I'm trying to trying to jazz the flat up at the uh, at the moment. So we've been having a lot of um, trumpet solos and whiskey. <laughs> bom, bom, bom. Um, so we've been. Tr- I've been putting things up on the wall. Things, just things. things yeah. yeah, like a seashell. Yeah. Um, I nailed the cat up there earlier. Yeah. Um, See what she hid in that bag. Yeah. Things, not concepts. There's no sadness for my wall. <laughs> Only concrete, actual things. <laughs> Only that which has substance. <laughs> Col- uh, Colin? Fuck me. <laughs> Where did that come from? Jesus. If you could paper your house in any abstract concept what abstract concept would you like to paper your house in um melancholy i think melancholy fuck off <laughs> you'd be dead within the week surely yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> well melancholy melancholy is not quite as bad as like depression is it? no no it's, it's like, kind of you can wallow in it slightly. yeah you can, you can almost be wistful at the same time can yeah. you wistfulness could be a good yeah that'd be a good nice concept. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? Netrunner, that's what we're talking about. So, what we thought we'd do is give you our thoughts on rotation, Mm. um, how it might affect other people who are in a similar position to us, so who haven't been playing Netrunner for the entire length of time. If you want to know that kind of really sort of in-depth uh, look into into Netrunner. There's lots of other other podcasts out there mm. uh, who deal with those kinds of things. I personally, my favourite Netrunner podcast is Run Last Click. Same actually. Um, yeah. Who are halfway through, uh, going through sort of card by card almost. Yeah. Um, the runner side and then the court side. Um, and I have listened to their first episode. So yeah. I might steal some of their ideas. No, I won't steal any of their ideas. <laughs> so we want to focus on what it means sort of for us. Yeah. Um, and be a bit more sort of a a bit more personal about it, but also maybe just explaining some of the the things that that go with it. Yeah. So the reason it was kind of con- slightly controversial is that rotation wasn't meant to happen yet. Okay. Oh. Um, it was meant to happen the moment that the first data pack of the next cycle came out. 
Yeah, so you had one set of cards replacing a whole bunch of yeah, cards. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so it was only one pack of 20 cards. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be quite such a drop-off. Yeah. Um, and it's this will probably be, as far as I'm aware, having checked and looked at it, but you know, not trusting my own brain at this moment in time because I'm quite tired. I've walked eight and a half miles today. <laughs> I will not be doing that again, ever. I think if I walk less than that amount in the remainder of my life, I'll be happy. Um <laughs> It's probably the longest gap that there's been between sort of cycles and products because mm. it will be if it doesn't come out till next year, you'll have had um, I think was it early August for the last pack or maybe late July. Yeah. So well, we might count August. Yeah, uh, August, September, October, November, December, nearly six months without. Which is a long time for a game like yeah. this. Yeah, and there was a period where nobody knew what was going to happen mm. and what, what was coming out and has kind of upset and annoyed quite a few people. Which is understandable, if you, especially if you're yeah. playing a professional level, because you rely on those bits of news to help plan what you're doing. Mm. So especially with Worlds coming up, do you take the old cycles still? Do you yes. take some of them but not all of them? Yeah. Pe- this is the thing is that, I mean, you can't play Netrunner at a professional level because there's no money prizes. Well, oh yeah, true. But... Well, it's not, not, not Magic the, the Gathering. Not on the legal but, uh, circuit. Uh, 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 <laughs> street Netrunner! <laughs> the first rule of Street Netrunner is... Tell everyone about Street Netrunner. It's an amazing game with loads of fun and potential for high-level play. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> kind of got lost in my own reference there. Um, yeah, it's... Um, world is not very far away no. and people didn't until very recently people didn't even know what day's netrunner was going to be being played at worlds yeah uh, which makes get sorting tickets in, in advance awkward yeah you also you want a, lo- a long period of time as much time as possible playing with the cards in the card pool that are going to be current at Worlds Mm -hmm. so that you can have the best chance of doing well and to know your deck. Yeah. So if people didn't know if rotation was happening or not, because you're losing 240 cards, Mm -hmm. there were a lot of people that were like, well, I don't know what to do. Do I keep playing around with these decks? Do I make new decks? Yeah. Do I give up and play Magic the Gathering? No. No, you don't do that, but... You know, but I can understand the, the temptation, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a bit of a theory going around. People think that Legend of the Five Rings, the new living card game, yeah. is kind of taking up all of Fantasy Flight's time. Whether you see that as being a natural thing of a company with limited resources, yeah, or whether you see that as a nefarious plan to drive people to the new game that presumably has a much cheaper license than the Wizards of the Coast one yeah. that Netrunner has. Also... Wizards of the Coast being a competitor for Fantasy Flight. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a tin, tin full hat time. Yeah. You can, it's an understandable tin full hat at that point. Yeah. I, I do think it's probably more. I mean, FFG are big, but they're not that big. Though. Well, they are owned by Asmodee, who are the biggest games company in the world, because they ate all of the other games companies and formed one super giant games company. Yes. With that's true. 427 legs, I counted. Yeah. That's a lot an awkward amount of legs. It is. It does make it an ungainly beast. Um, but when it finally breaks into a gentle trot, it is a thing of beauty. <laughs> Genesis and Spin mm-hmm. were released um, either side of the Creation and Control big box set. Oh, okay. Which was released in July 2013. Yeah. 
Uh, Genesis finished in June 2013 and Spin started in September yeah. 2013. Uh, Spin then finished in March 2014 and then uh, two months later you got the Honour and Profit. Which thing. is, this is where you so. can see where, again, people's concerns are laid in. That's a two-month gap, which is yeah. un- perfectly reasonable and suddenly gone to six months, which again is probably perfectly reasonable with the amount of work that's going into this. Yeah, but it's a frightening amount of time when you've been used to having a constant fl- influx of new stuff. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So the list of cards is slightly wonky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not completely sort of balanced. It's not like twenty for each faction, for yeah. instance, as a number I pulled out my ass. Mm-hmm. Because that big box expansion was obviously planned for and was coming. Yes, um, and that box. Contained Haas Bioroid and Shaper. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll find that HB and Shaper might have slightly less cards that are rotating out. Yes, it seems to be that Because way. this is the thing with the LCG is that the game has to kind of work at every single stage, no matter where you are in a release cycle, because mm-hmm. that's what people are playing. Yeah. Um, and therefore, you know, to sort of balance the game at that point. The card pools were slightly awkward. Yes. If, if I knew how, I would research and see, you know... How many the, of each particular faction were released in the space. Yeah, or yeah. what was left yeah. in number of cards. But that's a little bit beyond my being bothered really. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot of time. Um, but, yeah, take but it. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, you, yeah. You've got things like Wayland and stuff that probably had more cards in those cycles and do appear to have more yeah. losing because they weren't in those big box mm. sets that were coming up. Yeah. So I think it's fair to say that at the moment there's a lot of uncertainty around Netrunner. Yeah, definitely. Which... I mean, I've seen people declaring the game dead. I wouldn't go that I mean, far. that's a bit... Maybe a bit harsh. Yeah, I, I saw... I remember seeing similar when... Because I, I played Magic back when they started introducing the... Mm. They'd, you know, they'd run two or three special decks a set kind of thing and then they rotate out every three to nine months depending on the time frame and yeah. change and stuff and I remember people at the time going well it's pointless I'm not bothering yeah. buying into something that's going to disappear out in that amount of time it's dead done with it yeah. it didn't because it doesn't because it's got enough going on Yeah, it's but as a new player I can understand the tentativeness behind it all yeah and it I mean we've, we've known about rotation for a while yes but this is the first living card game to hit rotation. It is. Um, game of Thrones, in theory, reached that point earlier, but they got a 2.0 instead. They got a second edition of the game, right. kind of a re-scrub and start again. Yeah. Uh, and I think people... There's been talk of sort of core 2.0, so a yeah, second edition core box. Yeah. Well, a lot um, of people seem to be thinking, rather than that being a sort of a complete refresh, it's taking the best from those cycles and putting them and into a Adding them core. into the core. Yeah. Which is interesting, and I, I, I wonder how that would work for new... for existing players, sorry, because I don't own all the cards in those two cycles. No. I own some of them, even though I know rotation was coming up when I've wanted to build a very specific deck mm-hmm. that requires certain cards. I have gone and bought some of them. Yeah. I also got um, a friend who he bought a bunch of stuff and ended up with some extra data packs and was like, do you want these cheap? So like seven quid each. Yeah. And for seven quid, it doesn't really matter that I wasn't going to use them for more than three or four months. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's not not that much money yeah um but yeah i can see why people are kind of 
you know, slightly nervous, slightly unsure, slightly uncertain. Yeah. Uh, but that maybe doesn't affect people who are just playing down the pub, mm-hmm. playing at home, yeah. playing at your local gaming store on a Wednesday afternoon. Get a yeah. job. Um, whatever it is you might be doing, then, um, you know, it, it's different. But it does obviously very much uh, affect those people who are playing at the high end, people that are playing lots of competitive stuff, who maybe they're probably a minority of players, but they're probably the most visible and most vocal players. Yes. And that, I don't mean that as a criticism, I'll like, oh, shut up. It's because no, yeah. they're the people that are most the most invested and yeah. the most, most interested. So as a noob then mm-hmm. someone who's only been playing for a year I'm actually quite excited about rotation yeah can you hear that's the sound of loads of people leaving <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, let me explain come back sweet listener <laughs> and let me regale you with tales because for me Netrunner is really really big one of the big issues I had getting into Netrunner was the sheer level of complexity mm-hmm in the game which has only increased because that was a year ago so that was two cycles and a big box terminal directive yeah. ago so that's added another uh, 300 and something cards yeah it's a lot of cards it is and I it, it was very big a year ago yeah um, and so for me this it feels a little bit like everyone's going to have to kind of relearn Netrunner a bit yeah because as we'll see we're, we're going to go through some of the cards um, we won't go through card by card no but we'll pick the ones that most affect us or the ones that we know are very highly used yes yeah because yeah. um, there's you, you mentioned a card earlier and I was really sad because I didn't I, someone you had just, told me you wouldn't have built a deck using it no no I probably would have because it was a nice deck it was but, yeah. but someone's told me and I've scrubbed it from my memory because I really like that deck yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a uh, in a bit, um, but you know my Jinteki deck will not be the same. No, um, but yeah, so you're going to have new new tactics. You're going to come across completely new ways of card interactions happening. You're not going to have. Um, There's a lot of crutch cards, yeah. very very good cards that are disappearing. Yes. Um, when I say crutch cards, I mean cards that you find in lots and lots of decks. Yeah. Well, there's um, one particularly that everybody has in their deck, in their corp deck. Yeah. Which we'll, we might even start with yes, uh, that yeah. card in a, in a second. Uh, but for me, it's, it feels kind of, it's a slight leveling of the playing field, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, we're not, we're not expecting to suddenly be as good as those people who've been playing the game since day one. No. That's why we're going to get Legend of the Five Rings, Aaron, so that yes. we can be those people. Yes. We can crush noobs yeah. for years <laughs> in a slightly Japanese way, <laughs> you know, by apologising and bowing afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not as low as they do. Yes. Oh, yeah. If they don't, if they don't bow, then I will... Uh, eviscerate them. Eviscerate them. Keenly. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, it's. I, th- I think it's. it actually makes Netrunner... More exciting, yeah, um, and easier to get my head round, yeah. Although having played for a year with some of these cards, maybe I'm kind of caught in the worst of both worlds because, yeah, those cards are disappearing, and I'd only really got just got used to those cards. I don't know a little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, from my perspective, I haven't really been investing in much in the last year. No, no, your collection is pitiful. It is, yes. Um, Mostly bought by me for your birthday. Yeah, pretty Christmas. much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Not because those cards are cycling out anytime soon. Those ones are going to be there for a while, kind of thing, last mm. year's ones. But almost because I think I've been waiting for the rotation to turn up, so I'm going, cool, this is what I've got to work with now. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that, because I'm the same. I'm sort of slightly overloaded with the amount of options I've got. Yeah. It's why, if anybody's listened to our previous podcast, I think I went with Adam as my runner, because... He... His pool was much more limited to what he could actually pick yeah. and use. And we stuff. do have a lot of influence to yes. pick from everywhere else, but, but you there's... have to be very careful with it. So you're yeah. you're very focused on what works in a system. And yeah. I found that helped a lot more, at least get used to those cards. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that deck's now dead. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about that definitely. We'll yeah. have a, a chat about specific decks maybe after we've we've gone through some mm. of the the cards. So. I think one of the, the issues with Netrunner in its early days was what people refer to as agenda flooding, yeah. which is where the corporation draws lots and lots of agenda cards, which is bad. Mm. You only want a couple or mm. none. You mm-hmm. want to hide them away until you want them. Yeah. Um, if your hand is full of agendas, you a run on HQ will cause trouble. Yeah. Because they might just start picking points out of your hand. Yeah, you you obviously need some ice to protect you. Yeah. Um, if you then start installing them, you run the risk of them being again being run on. Yeah, exposed. Um, you know, you're you're playing a very dangerous bluffing game. Yeah, uh, fairly early on. And if you overdraw and then ditch them in archives, you're kind of good. Until they run on archives and then win the game. Yes. Because <laughs> they've just ripped Taking everything. Points out. Yeah. Um, and that was a kind of a, maybe a balance issue with the game. I mean, it's part, partly down to sort of the random number generator kind of thing. Of, yeah. It doesn't happen every game, but it can happen quite yeah. a lot. Uh, and it would be even more prevalent now mm-hmm. because of cards like Temujin Contract, mm-hmm. which... A lot of people will just throw in archives because you don't want to waste an ice defending archives. No. And then they run in and steal loads of money. If they run in, st- get loads of money, and then I've just won the game. Yeah. Hooray for me! Yeah. Um, so one of the, the ways to... Or probably the, the first real way to deal with it, Agenda Flood, it was the card Jackson Howard. Yeah. Jackson Howard is kind of like, I feel, the card that you see the most... Your yeah. net runner. I don't. Apart from maybe hedge fund, yeah, um, yeah. sure gamble, yeah, uh, and a couple of the other kind sort of, of quick money generating ones. Yeah, the, 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 there's a, there's a few staples in the in the core set that have remained. Yeah. But you, I have the one thing I have to do. I'll often have multiple decks made up, mm-hmm. and the one thing I have to do between those decks is take three Jackson Howards out of one type of sleeve and sleeve them in a different card and put them in mm-hmm. to the other deck yeah. I, I that's what i often do if we're having a g- few games down the pub and i'm like oh, i'll play a different corp yeah so jackson howard is kind of like the big the big thing to rotate yes and it's probably yeah. the best place to um to start yeah massively because it affects so much of the the meta yeah well it became safe so the thing with Jackson Howard Jackson Howard's really really good because Mm -hmm. he does multiple things yeah so he the way he he protects you from agenda flood is that he lets you as an instant action so it can happen in the middle of a run you just remove him from the game 
and you can take three cards out of archives and shuffle them back into R&D. So you can safely hide some agendas there um, and do it. And even if they run him to try and kill him, you can just pop him and do your thing anyway. And they go, oh, there are agendas over there. Um, One of the reasons I think Rumour Mill, a more recent card, was much maligned is because it turned off Jackson Howard and people were like, oh my God, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's quite almost like a peek into the future yes. of this post-Jackson Howard world that we will be playing in. Yes. But, on the other hand, the fact that it's such a... You've got this one card to protect you from this particular thing that happens, that, you know, the way yeah. that the game is set up is going to happen occasionally. It would be nice to see some variety in that. Yeah. Because everybody knows how to deal with Jackson Howard, or that if Jackson Howard is seen and you've got your deck set yeah. this way, you can't, you just have to accept that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I think one of the reasons, I mean, for us only playing for the last year, NBN has been quite powerful within the, mm-hmm. the meta game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of that is because they get almost get three free influence because they can just include three Jackson Howards and not have to pay three influence for them. Yeah. Um, and one of the most awkward deck building decisions isn't. Do you take Jackson Howard? It's do you take two? Do you take three? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it'd be nice to see them put something neutral in potentially because they know it's a problem. There are now some other cards coming in to replace Jackson Howard, but they're yeah. not as powerful. And the reason that, that Jackson Howard is so so good is that it also does something else. Yeah. So he lets you draw for a single click. He lets you draw two cards. Mm. These are two great abilities that really should have been on two different cards. Yeah. Yeah. I think for, for its influence cost. I yeah. mean, because because everyone has access to him, it's fine. It's yeah. not like we're playing a CCG where you know, Jackson. You know, people are That's selling it. their children into slavery to buy another yeah. Jackson Howard. Yeah, yeah. But the fact is that if you're not agenda flooded, he's still really useful. Yes. If you have one and you're not flooded, and you're good, you can recur other cards. You can recur your economy cards if you're short of money. Yeah. You can use him. When someone makes a run, so um, I mean it, it's going as well. But I've been playing a few decks recently that use indexing. So mm-hmm. run on R and D, see the first five cards, put yeah. them in any order you like. Where you put the agendas on top and you run again. Yeah. And then <clears> someone <throat> triggers Jackson Howard, shuffles three random cards out of archives into Just fuck all that up. Yeah. Yeah. And goes do 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 do. Right. Doesn't work. It it messes with lots of other things yes. as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, being able to sort of quickly draw cards is very very useful as well yeah so there's been lots of there, there's other things coming out to do it but aren't as powerful as him and i yeah. think people are <clears throat> people are trying to work out what they do without him i think there's a fear that agenda flood might come back as a big scary thing yeah which is which is understandable because that's a in all honesty kind of a crappy way to lose you, yeah the draw has made you lose that game not any tactical decision it is made. yeah um so yeah, being nervous about that is perfectly reasonable and understandable and have to find a way around it doesn't need to happen. But I'm interested in seeing what they do about it. They know it's an issue, so they will be putting other stuff in there. And it might make the game, again, give it a bit more more jazz, go something more interesting again. You're not just going, right, that's Jackson Howard is doing this. Yeah. So... Yeah, so there are other cards that will let you, you do that. Um, springing to mind things like Architect. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's on the list. Don't think so. I don't, don't think it is. Uh, 
this is the thing being being a slightly newer to the netrunner and podcasting scene yeah don't we it doesn't just instantly come to it's, a it's not like i remember when that came out it's yeah. like i remember buying that with 14 other data packs yeah, at the same time yeah, so you've got things like Friends in High Places that let you install cards out of archives, so you can yeah. do a little bit of that, but you have to do it on your turn. Yes. Uh, things like ice can obviously be avoided, so it's a bit more of a risky mm-hmm. strategy. It's going to be interesting. I'm not super fast, because my favourite runner in all of Netrunner, if you listen back to our very first episode, mm-hmm. ping, there's the link if you're on YouTube. <laughs> hopefully we remember sometimes we don't um is noise yeah i love noise uh who is the corset anarch runner who makes the corp ditch cards out of r&d straight into archives Mm. Uh, and i remember realizing that noise was dead the first time i encountered a jackson howard (laughs) yeah because three jackson howards let you put nine cards back in yeah um, the other thing I like to do with noise because it works with viruses is to use medium which lets you dig through loads and loads of cards in R&D and again you can sort of mess that plan up um, in that you can use in the other way to you can use Jackson the other way to bulk out R&D with stuff they don't want yeah um, and yeah it's just I'm quite excited to play noise again yeah, um, yeah. although some of his good viruses go away so I don't know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's probably the biggest thing is that, that that agenda flood issue might be a thing again. Yeah. It's hard to tell at this point because there are lots of other cards, I said, that let you kind of do, do bits, bits of it. Pieces, yeah. um, but I don't know, I don't know. It yeah. could be a thing, might not be. But definitely it's one of those cards that almost every deck has Jackson Howard in. He's mm-hmm. probably he's probably rotating out because he's retired because he's made so much money <laughs> yeah. freelancing for all of the corps. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Creepy, creepy man. Yeah. Have you read the, um, the book that he's in? No, no. I've heard that. You've heard that? It elevates his um, sort of... He's... He's slightly unpleasant. <laughs> um, I kind of got that from his pictures, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, his picture is mildly sinister, surrounded by sort of toys and kind of evil Disney kind of way. And his um, promo one's even worse. Yeah, the promo card is really super creepy. Yeah. Borderline Jimmy Savile. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he appears in Monitor... Uh, by Lee Alexander. Mm. It's kind of a. It kind of shows just how iconic, how much of a part of, of Netrunner he is. That he's one of the, the. He's one of the characters that appears in the fiction. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it'd be interesting what they do because, as such an iconic character, do you just let him go? No, you need to do something with because they've done it with. Uh. They're doing it with other characters. They're doing something special for them. Yeah, to, well, wasn't the rotation out? Yeah, so we'll we'll come to those in a second because yeah. they're probably the other big changes. Yes. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So he, he needs to send off. He can't just go. Cool. He's mm. just not doing it anymore. There needs to be some. Uh, I know it's only fluff, but that fluff is really nice with the Netrunner um, universe. So there being some kind of in-universe event that makes him leave New Angeles or stop working for the corpse or whatever would be really interesting. Yeah. And would give him the kind of credit it deserves for the, the amount of work that card has done for people. Yeah. Now, 
because we lose Jackson Howard, mm. that, as, we, as I mentioned with noise, makes the idea of milling the corp out more powerful. Yeah. What's the, the ultimate corp milling card, Aaron? Um, it's not medium, is it? No, mm. no. You can kind of do it with yeah, medium, you can do it with with medium and demo runs. Uh, I'm not sure, you know. Um, I'm talking about a card that the first time I encountered a deck built around this card, mm-hmm. I almost quit playing Netrunner. It was yeah. a rainy November. <laughs> uh, not, not the whole of November. A rainy November night yeah. um, in our local pub. And I think it was November... Yeah, probably yeah, it seems like it. It was last year sometime. And they'd released the World's 2015? Mm. Or the World's 2016? They released the the cards that won Worlds. Yeah. They released the Worlds decks. Um, and uh, Joe, who is uh, one of us who's not here, mm-hmm. is in the bath. It's dissolving slightly further now. But... Yeah, yeah, the cat's shouting at him. Um, <laughs> Cat loves the bath. Don't ask. Um, yeah. Data leak reversal. Colloquially known as DLR. Oh, Your face, you pulled a... Yeah, I suddenly remembered that cunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, DLR, data leak reversal, you, you have to make a successful run on a central server, you install it, and then your opponent cries. You have to be tagged for it to work. Yes. And what it does is it allows... <clears throat> the runner mm-hmm. to spend clicks to mill mm-hmm. or to get to discard from R&D straight into archives uh, cards of theirs so um, it's free to install Aaron it costs nothing yeah. you just have to make a successful run on a central server this turn a lot of people run archives in the first or second turn if yeah. they're using this card it's an anarch card uh, probably should have said that. Um, <laughs> one influence. A lot of these naughty cards are only one influence yes. because they then get splashed all over the place, which makes them a bit more balanced. Yes. Really. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. Well, from the side, it of... makes it harder to balance them because they can interact with lots of other cards in the card yeah, pool all at true, once. Yeah. But if you're tagged, data leak reversal gains. Click the corp trashes the top card of R and D. There's also lots of cards that basically let you get tagged. Mm-hmm. So you can tag yourself, and there's various ways of getting yourself untagged at the end of the turn. Yeah, there's also lots of ways with things like wireless net pavilion and full guys to protect the data leak reversal itself from being destroyed. Because if you're tagged, it's a resource; it could be sent away. Yeah, I hated playing that deck yeah. because I have a I have a thing, and you'll you'll find this as a thread meandering its way through <laughs> our podcast. I don't like solitaire style decks in Netrunner yeah. the thing that appealed to me about Netrunner was the bluffing aspect yeah. is it a trap is it an agenda it's the interaction it's the I'm going to run here because they've got this many credits so they can if, only afford to do they can only afford to do this and this or if it if I've misjudged that if they do something or yeah. I've forgotten the eye oh they've read something and I wasn't expecting it yeah. oh I've been punched in the face um, and it's that kind of that risk taking but yeah. also that kind of that interaction yeah you're making decisions based on what the other person's yeah. doing and then you're forcing them to make decisions yeah makes it make a very reactive game yeah playing games like Magic the Gathering quite often you're just going through your deck putting down your army and then going and everyone attacks you take seven damage yeah 
Oh, da, 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 da. Uh, you take four damage. And it, it's not that interactive. Yes. In Netrunner, for me, what I like is when you care about what the other person does in their turn. Yes. Yeah. And so you're invested. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you are. You're involved in the game. Yeah. It stops me drifting off and just staring out of the window and thinking of times past. Mm. Ah, times past, Darren. <laughs> What's your favourite time past? Um, normally ten past five, I think, has always been a quite a reg- fairly happy It is, time. actually, because you normally just finish work. Yeah. And have you ever had a nine-to-five job? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, nine-to-half-five, <laughs> but... Okay. It's coming up on well, in time. Or have you ever, did you ever do any work between ten past and half past five yeah, when you weren't that? You know, you normally wander around and yeah. check <laughs> some emails. Yeah, you don't really do anything. Yeah, so it's a nice time. It's, it's yeah. the twilight of working. It is. You can you can taste your home. Yes. <laughs> what would your home taste of, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting lost in uh, in uh, bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so I really don't like data leak reversal decks no and I'm really glad it's going away yes um, and I hope it goes away stays away and never comes back but it does fulfil a part of the it is a part of the game mm-hmm. it's a part of the game that you plan around it's a part of the game that you work to I think Jackson Howard kind of balances it out a little bit because yes. that's nine clicks worth of milling yeah. unless they mill all your Jacksons <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should have called the podcast milling a Jackson milling yeah Milling your milled, 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 the Milled Jackson podcast, yeah, <laughs> which would now be completely irrelevant. Yes, um, and so by just going it's about Netrunner, we've actually we future proofed ourselves inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> Still annoyed. Over a year ago, just over a year ago, apparently I was talking to Jamie, yeah, uh, who's also not here. Maybe he is. Or he's just really quiet. Um, <laughs> And we we came up together with the greatest Netrunner podcast name. We were really excited about it. And to this day, I can't remember what it was. (laughs) Sometimes you write everything down. I was 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 playing games at the time um, at the Den Gaming Cafe. Yeah. um, Who we went to a long long time ago. (laughs) Ping if you're on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, synergy. Um, we are cross-leveraging our content. Yes, <laughs> mm, that we have created. Um, yeah. So I, I don't like DLR. I'm glad it's going away. I'm really happy. Yeah. Yay! But there are a lot of people that are upset about it, and it's understandable. But I'm, I'm in the same boat as you are. I, I played. I think Joe showed, made, let me play it, and showed it um, against you at one point. And yeah. I went, yeah. This is really dull. I don't enjoy this. Yeah, but you've won. I was like, yeah, but I didn't do anything. I just yeah. put some stuff down. Cool. Yeah. Whereas um, some people go, I won. This is amazing because I won. Yeah. Mm. Oh, don't get me wrong. There's times when that is lovely. but Yeah. It's why we're not the competitive gamers of our group. We're no. really super. Yeah. We, don't like, wanna... we didn't go to a, we didn't go to nationals. We sent Joe to nationals. Yeah. Because that's his kind of gaming. Yeah. yeah. And we that's cool. That. Yeah. So it might be a shame for people that like that kind of thing. Yes, yeah. um, but for me, it makes me more likely to want to go and play at things like that because there's less what I term, this is my term, and other people have used it, but uh, that kind of degenerate deck that for me doesn't feel like Netrunner. Yes. And I yeah. just don't like playing. And when champion- someone starts setting up that bullshit, I'm yeah, just like, yeah. okay. 
And championship players tend to be inundated with that sort of thing because it works. Yeah. It's perfectly reasonable. It's what works. Go for it. But yeah, it makes it less fun for newcomers, really. Mm. So that's another sort of meta shaping mm-hmm. uh, removal. One of the most broken, that's horrible. One of the, the places you're very, very likely to see DLR. Mm-hmm is in a criminal Andromeda deck, mm. the archetype known as Andy DLR. The reason and Andromeda, Andy, A, A, um, <laughs> and A, uh, <laughs> trying to shorten her name further, it becomes difficult. No. Um, <clears throat> the reason that, that that was, is I still think it's quite a popular deck. I've seen it, I've seen mm-hmm. it about, I've seen it in the wild several times, yes. um, even in our short time playing, um, is... And Andy is still very much considered probably the best criminal ID. Yeah. Because she lets you start with nine cards. Yeah. That was so shocking that Aaron had to have some asthma medicine. Yeah. It took your breath away. (laughs) Nine cards, Aaron. It's amazing. Nine whole cards. Um, Why is that amazing, Aaron? Why is it so good to have more cards? Surely you're just going to ditch some. Well, it gives you more options when you start. Which is, you, you can get completely stuck, mm. even when mulliganing without mulliganing. Crazy netrunner. God, yeah. Fucking hell. No one who listens to this is old enough. No. I'm sure. Yeah, so you can get completely stuck with that. Well, because you've got a mulligan, essentially you get to see two sets of nine cards you mm. always kind of get nine, 18 cards yeah. if you're looking for those combo pieces early to yeah. get you started it's brilliant yeah Which, if you want DLR in turn one yeah with yeah, some probably. full guys yeah prepared for. if you've only got a 45 card deck for she is a 45 card deck you've got she yeah. also gets 15 influence which is which is which is good. standard yeah maybe if they did her again She'd get 12, maybe, to kind of put a squeeze on her. Yeah. Shaper have recently had a card that's very, very similar. Mm. Ayla Bios Rahim, uh, who gets four cards as like an extra that she installs on her NV RAM. Yeah. So she gets like a little sideboard, essentially, if you're familiar with other card games. Yeah. Sideboarding is a thing where you got other cards you can bring in and out. But she yeah. gets four cards that sit there and then she can spend clicks to just pull them out when she wants. And they're kind of safe because they can't get like net damaged away uh-huh. or um, there's some corp cards that let you mill out yeah. the runner's deck as well and make them discard their cards. Not as many as there is the other way. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And and that feels more balanced. She's 45-15. But she has to spend clicks, and you draw the four separately. Yeah. yeah. That seems like a, like they've taken the Andy idea and kind of toned it down a bit. Yes. Because Andy is sort of very, very powerful. You still see a lot of Andy around in the competitive scene. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I've never, I never played her personally. No. I played against her a lot. Yeah. And it just felt like... We've had people playing that in, in, uh, in our group. Uh, Joe's a big fan of Criminals. Mm-hmm. Uh, be they smooth or her suit <laughs> and he he kind of kept building decks and going this would be better in Andy this would be better in Andy yeah be better in Andy. Ages, yeah, yeah because 
apart from really um, Gabe, who can make you loads of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's 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 definitely the the one standout in Criminal, I think, and the one whose ability is the most kind of like that Schroeder Cole. Yeah. Um, so <coughs> she's going. Yeah. She's not the only meta-defining identity to go away. No. Who else is going? Wizard. Wizard. Thank yes. fuck. <laughs> go on, tell me about Wizard, Aaron. Go on. I don't know Wizard that much, to be honest. No. I've actually played against Wizard very often, but when I've watched the tournaments and things, it's almost always Wizard versus Wizard, you know, Wizard versus whatever corporate it is, and then the other player is playing Wizard versus whatever corporate that person's playing. He is the standard one everybody yeah. goes to, and that's dull. Yes. In my opinion, anyway. Again, I understand it from a competitive standpoint. It works, fucking use it, but... Yeah. It's not very entertaining to see, because you're not seeing different matchups. You're just seeing the same deck. Um, yeah. Um, oh. Okay, so if I take a look at the, the results of the World Championship 2016, yeah. the top <clears throat> um, runner... Decks mm-hmm. that are there. Uh, we got top sixteen. How many times do you think Wizard is in there? Ten. One, two, three, Ooh. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Aaron, you genius. Were you looking at the same stuff as me earlier? No, no, madness. Not it's just <sighs> bang on. So, uh, yeah, like more than half. <laughs> yeah. 52 no more than that that's wrong but yeah lots lots of, yeah uh, lots and lots and lots uh, how many of those do you think are in the top eight um it's not all of them because i think some i think there was a random couple that got in so six out of them <laughs> there was there's in the top eight there is one non-wizard deck Eesh. which is benny yeah um the lovely um Baokin, yeah uh, who we interviewed mm-hmm. um at nationals ping on youtube <laughs> go check it out um yeah he played his uh his min max deck yeah and that's it yeah the other seven people at the top all played yeah Wizards and yeah. <laughs> like you said again from a new player's perspective you know you kind of want to see your favoured runners and corpse playing mm. often and it's not very entertaining to see the same stuff over yeah. and over again madly it's more diverse than the um, the corpse side yeah so the corpse side guess how uh, how many MBN decks there are in the top 16 <laughs> 12 no 16 yeah oh my god Oh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it now. It's it's only one MBN thing, isn't it? There's only there's only one. There's identity. CTM controlling the message. Okay, so the two on that list then. Um, so that that seems to be the the popular one. Yeah. Um, there is Near Earth Hub. Oh, okay. Which I've played a Near Earth Hub deck. Yeah. It's brutal. Mm. Um, lots and lots of killy death. Uh, I quite enjoyed it, but I don't think other people do. <laughs> um, the reason, like CTM, is um, tanks and stuff. yeah, 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 which um, always and uh, near Earth Hub is uh, give gives you faster draw, basically. Yeah. Every time you make a serve, you draw a card. So, well, the first time 
uh, each turn. Yeah. Uh, there's some sync in there as well, some sync decks, okay. um, which make tags harder to remove. Yeah. Okay, so there's a little bit of variety, but they are all MBN because. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's all the MBN or. Yeah. All the NBN. 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 <laughs> so 72% of the top 30% of Corb decks. <laughs> yeah. That's a complicated statistic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, were uh, NBN and 66% of the top runner decks were Anarch. Yeah. That, to me, doesn't suggest a game that's in a healthy, diverse place. No. That suggests to me a game that is sort of struggling. Yes. To have multiple viable ways to compete. Yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping that the death of Wizard mm-hmm. is part of that. We haven't actually explained what Wizard does for those no, who are uninitiated. No. Um, he gives you three recurring credits each turn that you can use to trash. Well, that was it, yeah. Um, enemy stuff. Yes. Enemy corp. Corp yeah. stuff. Let's use the proper term. Which doesn't sound like that. Three recurring okay. credits is amazing in Netrunner. Yes. It's a lot of credits. I think if they did it again, they would, would reduce. reduce it. Yeah. Um, and one of the routes, one of the, the, the big routes for the corporation to win is to, to play what's called an assets bound deck. So you play lots and lots and lots of assets. Yes. Uh, lots and lots of servers with lots of things. And he lets you clear that out. Yeah. Um, Which is... Yeah. Understandable because asset spam is a thing that people are now worried about. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff that counters that kind of yeah. thing are going. You go in, you can destroy your opponent's um, drip economy engine for free. Yeah. You can trash uh, Jackson for free if you come across one in R&D. Yeah. Ping it straight into archives. Get in a bin, Jackson. Get <laughs> in the sea, you pedo muppet. <laughs> That's maybe a bit excitable. Um but yeah, you can see, you can see that that he's he's very much defined the game. He was considered rubbish when he first came out. Yeah, I, yeah, I have yeah. read from reliable sources. Yeah. But as the meta has changed and the game has changed, and assets became more and more of a thing, he yes. became more and more, um, more and more powerful. I think yeah. we're living in kind of the golden age of asset spam now. Mm-hmm. Um, Estelle Moon. Have you come across Estelle Moon in your yeah. games yet? Yeah. Yeah. But you're a, you're an HB player. I know, <laughs> so you should be happy. <laughs> I should be, but I don't use Estelle. It's Moon. interesting because we're talking about Jackson Howard being he does two things. Mm. Estelle Mo- and, and like that wouldn't happen anymore. No. Estelle Moon does two things. Mm. She draws cards, and she gives you money. Yeah. Um, at the same time, and she's also one of these things that, like Jackson, that you can. Once she's got a load of counters built up from her, from installing other things, she gets counters. Uh, once she's got all these counters built up, if you go into trash her, she can just be trashed by the corp. Yeah. And they get her ability. It goes off. It can fire at any time. If yeah. it was like, if it was like, cl- click to trash a Stell Moon and get the thing, she'd be fine. Yeah. But she really, I, I feel she's quite nasty. So mm. when I say that Jackson Howard these days might be two cards maybe not I don't know yeah these cards seem to come along that are just like really really good almost in a everyone needs to buy this data pack kind of way yeah maybe it's a thing clever business sense maybe it's the tinfoil hat yeah Uh, slightly tarnished smelling (laughs) slightly of bacon Mm, delicious bacon so that's a that's a thing yeah Uh, wizard is going away not only is wizard going away Aaron what else is going away that goes with wizard um, I'm not sure actually um, so you mentioned them earlier 
We're having our imp pre-discussion. Imp, yeah. So imp lets you trash cards for free in exchange for virus tokens. Uh, just coming up for a thing. Oh, and scrubber. Scrubber. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're big. So scrubber goes away. Yeah. And that's not so good. No. Um, so it might um, scrubber giving you two recurring credits mm. to trash any yeah. things, cork Which, things. Yes. Which again, your asset spam stuff is gone. Bye bye. Yeah. <coughs> um, so your asset spam might become more powerful. Yes. More stronger than ever before. Yeah. More all-consuming. I don't. And, know. and I've come across uh, come across decks that in the tournament we played was one of them was just pure asset spam. Took up that was the an NBN deck, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Took up the entire table with assets, just yeah. everything possible, and it was just him going. I can't remember where I've put stuff. Well, actually, no, he could remember exactly where he put stuff. He played it very, he very beautifully, actually, because... Was this Pete? Yes. Hi, Pete! Like Pete. He was like, I'm being quite mean by doing this, so if you run on something and see mm. it, and you can't remember where it is because I'm moving stuff about and stuff, and you're going to run it again, I'll tell you. Yeah. So you don't, you can choose somewhere else. And I was like, cool, okay. I'm still going to lose, aren't I? And he went... Probably, because <laughs> <laughs> he'd seen me play in the other games, yeah. looking terrible. But no, um, no he's just uh, he's just he's, uh, been, he's just very good. Yeah, um, and he's, he's you, really nice. Again, ping it on YouTube. Um, Pete won our first store championship. He did. Yeah. Took place in at the Hobbit Hole, yeah. our friendly local gaming store that is like twenty miles away, but like an hour to get there through the fence you have to like swim through a bog yeah um fight a giant spectral dog yeah um make your way through some kind of druidic portal yeah it's do very... a couple of fetch quests on the way as well yeah, it's very difficult to navigate the fence ironic because you can fucking see for miles because there's nothing there <laughs> but that nothing includes a lack of Roads, yeah, because <laughs> um, you live in a windmill in the country, Aaron. Yes, yeah, and it's twenty minutes away by the crow flies. Yeah, it's forty-five if you drive it. <laughs> Get a crow, mate. That's why yeah. I say we should breed some kind of giant, giant crow. crow. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to be Gandalf flying giant birds places. So. Yeah, so that's that's sh- again something that shakes up the game, something yeah. to plan for, something to think about. I mean, yeah. So the meta is massively changing because of these things. Yeah. Um, so that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, anything else you think is really big? I've got a couple little bits and pieces. Those are the main ones I noticed. I'm sure there's other mm. stuff there that I've just not remembered the name of properly because, again, I'm mm. the newest to the newbies. And so the... one of the things that that's going away, and there, there are other cards that do it, mm-hmm. so it's kind of fine. But there's going to be less of them. Yeah. Is multi-access cards. Oh yes, yeah. There so is, cards yeah. that let you when you well, normally when you when you access a server you access a card. Mm. Maybe if it's if it's installed and stuff and there's upgrades you get those as well. But yeah. generally you get like one card. The first cycle, uh, first, sorry, first couple of cycles added in um, cards such as HQ interface. Yeah, access three cards. Yep, R and D and is it three? Is it two? I may have just farted out my mouth. I thought it was free. I'm sure I've used it. No, it's two. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Cool. I don't use, never really used HQ interface. I have used R&D interface loads. I really like R&D interface. Mm -hmm. Uh, R&D interface, um, 
excuse me, R&D interface, again, lets you access two cards, so it doubles the value of what you're doing. Yeah. They are going away mm -hmm. alongside Nerve Agent, which is a virus. Never come across Nerve Agent, to be honest. Have you not? No. Um, I never bought it, but I have proxied it a few times, just not against you. Mm. So... When you make a successful run on HQ, place a virus counter on Nerve Agent. Mm -hmm. I had it in my noise deck because it, when you install it, it costs free to install. Yeah, you get to mill a card. Yay! Um, place a counter on Nerve Agent. Each virus counter after the first on Nerve Agent allows you to access one additional card from HQ when you access cards from HQ. Yeah, it is the HQ version of Medium. Yes, but Medium in almost exactly the same wording. Yeah, yeah. Um, each fires counter after the first on medium allows you to access one additional card from R&D. Um, medium is a core set card. Mm -hmm. Nerve Agent isn't. Yes. So that kind of mixes things up a bit. Yeah. Use your hands. Um, HQ is a bit safer at that point. Yeah. Uh, you lose a card, a shape of card indexing, which I've used quite a lot. I described it earlier. You get to see the top five cards of R&D. Yeah. Put them in any order you like. Yeah, I've used that plenty. Yeah. I like I like indexing. Yeah, I it's do. really good. Yeah. Um, especially in the current meta where you have um, Mad Dash. Fuck me. Oh yeah. So now now we have a, a game where Mad Dash exists. Mm -hmm. So you put an agenda on the top, then you Mad Dash back in, get an extra free point. Yeah. Uh, there's also a current that gives you when you score a point, they score any agenda points. Yeah. You get a free point. Yes. Um, which is easier to work around because you kind of see that it costs more. And stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, a nice bit of synergy there that's now died. Yeah. Um, Plasticrete carapace is going. Yeah, so this is something that, that heartens me as a as a someone. And if you go right back to the beginning, my, my desired play style was to play noise, yeah. make all your stuff get infected and drop into archives and yeah. make you laugh. Make you laugh, make you cry. Yeah, make yeah. you laugh, I'll make you cry. <laughs> My name is Brian. Uh, <laughs> and I also, I wanted to play Wayland. I wanted to murder people, Aaron. I wanted to yeah. kill them. I wanted yeah. to find where they live. I don't want to go down the internet and kill them. I want okay. to go around their house, punch their mum in the face, and then knock them off. Yeah. Not knock off her mum. That's different. Um, and Plast Creek Carapace, again, very early card, mm -hmm. that allowed the runner to absorb damage because yeah. killy killy death was very powerful in core yeah and so it was kind of toned back with yes. that that's going away yeah um uh, a bit sad yeah katie jones is going katie jones has always been fairly useful katie jones yes she has a really cyberpunk name doesn't she yes because she doesn't have an e at the end of katie no she has k-a-t-i yeah um yeah she's kind of like a weird kind of like Ponzi scheme investment thing. Yeah, um, I've seen her about plenty. Yeah, I've, I've again. I'm not judging her. But I've no, seen her about a lot. But, but I've yeah. used her quite a bit in most of my runner decks. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's been she's, very useful for the Adam deck I had built as well. Yeah, she's a nice card. I think there's lots of other ways to make money these there days. Is, yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, um, prepaid voice pad. So the prepaid Kate archetype that dominated early net runner. I yeah. hear from from grizzled denizens of the net <laughs> who are more code than flesh these days. Yeah, um, they tell me that that was a big thing. Yeah, uh, Jamie liked a bit of prepaid Kate. Yeah, yeah, um, but like three years after it was really good. <laughs> you said that your Adam deck, Aaron, was dead. Yep. 
What is that, buddy? Okay, one... What happened? Okay. Tell me how he died. So, Plastic Creek Carapace is going. We need to put some sad music. <laughs> yeah, the background. Yeah. Is. So, yeah. So, so you like to wrap your, your android in, in, in armour. Extra, extra armour, yeah. yeah. Because he, he, he can... Yeah, so... I know you, were re- you really like the way Adam... Like as a as a character, yes. is what appealed to you? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah it was that was what intrigued me, and I wanted to do something different from everybody else. So I went with the the neutral yeah. things, and the directors were one of the things that really intrigued me. It was an interesting way and finding ways that work, made them work for you rather than against you. Yeah. Um, now, one of those forces you to have uh, two less cards in your hand. Yeah. Um, at the start of the turn. Now I had plenty of stuff. In, I've got plenty of stuff in my deck that will still be there and be fine. That will give me massive boosts to my hand yeah. so I can hold oh, practically my entire deck in my hand by the end of the game Yeah. but in the meantime stuff like Plastic Creek Carapace kept me nice and safe which is something I always look for very early on yes um, yeah because Killy yeah. Boom Death and having to make runs on the first as your first run made up and put me at a lot of risk of that yes there was also the free feedback implants which made that first run I could click through stuff as a as a ability on that, so you come across nice, you can click through to get past the first piece of uh, the, first, sub, the first subroutine, and then you pay a credit because E three feedback implants just allows you to pay a credit to break other subroutines or something you've already broken. Yeah, once you've broken a routine, you get to spend a credit break yeah. for each one. Yes, and it made it's a really good card. Yeah, um, and I yeah I I used it a little bit. Yes, it's quite good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have, you have to have your decks up in a particular way, but it was nice for those decks that have got small selections of uh, breakers. Um, yeah, anything that's got or expensive breakers. Anything that's got weird stuff like pay two credits to break two routines. Yeah, it gives you that extra one in the middle. Yes, um, and then anything that yeah, that letting you click through yeah. is good. Um, it, I think I saw it quite a bit in. Sort of Faust decks. So you discard a card to break the first subroutine. Yeah. And then you spend credit to break the rest. Yes. So you don't have to worry about running out of cards or having to massively overdraw. Yeah. That kind of thing. You can kind of budget. You, you can budget in a different way for yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, you know, glad that's going. That's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's. Um, it's part of the sort of the integral part of my. Adam deck to make it work, particularly the early stages when he's most vulnerable and those cards are gone. Now there's stuff I can replace it with, but from what I remember, I picked those generally because of slightly smaller influence costs. Yeah, allowing me to have a slightly higher influence cost on cards I needed for better stuff, and they're gone by mm. now. Yeah. So so is Adam. I don't think I'll be playing. Oh anymore. bless. Yeah. So <laughs> I do think that for me, the idea of Plascrete. I think there's other ways to protect yourself. Yeah, now. definitely. Yeah. But it's still, it's not so much a splash, but you'll still see it in criminal decks. Yeah. So that going away. I've got another card I hate that I'm really glad is going away. Yeah. Um, just on the runner side before we move over. Um, and that card is Keyhole. Oh, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate Keyhole. <laughs> and the reason I don't like Keyhole is because of, it's combination of key. It's keyhole eater is the the combo. Yeah. So you use eater as an AI that breaks things really really cheap, but doesn't let you access cards at the end of it. Yeah. But what's the point of that, Aaron? I hear you cry. <laughs> um, well, let me tell you. Um, you combo it with keyhole. 
you make you click keyhole to make a run on R and D instead of accessing cards. You're not accessing cards anyway. Yeah. Um, you look at the top three cards of R and D. You trash one, and the corpse shuffles R and D. I've had games where I've had to sit there shuffling my deck and let people just like pick all my shiny toys out and throw them in the bin. Yeah. And then just go and run archives and pick it out, or just mill me out, or yeah. just frustrate me to the point. It's very frustrating to play against. Yes, I've never used it myself uh, for moral reasons. <laughs> um, I'm I'm quite glad it's going away. I don't I, I don't really enjoy playing against keyhole eater decks, but that's a personal thing. Uh, yeah, again, yeah. there'll be people out there that are like, oh my god, the sky's falling. Yeah, why is the sky falling? <laughs> That's how they sound, these yeah. keyhole eaters. Yeah. Keyhole eater sounds like a really obscure insult, doesn't it? It does, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you fucking keyhole eater. <laughs> <laughs> Tonguing its iron crack. It's too Rusty far, iron crack. Ah, oh, <laughs> too far, too far. Um, so that's going away. Yeah. So yeah. It, it makes... Um, a lot of cards I've been playing recently have anti-AI ice... Yeah, yeah. Deployed um, randomly about just be- to stop keyhole eater because it's a very powerful combo. I've yeah. seen whole decks built around it. Yeah, yeah. Um, lots of times because Joe was playing loads of keyhole eater. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like a keyhole eater. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's a card I really like that is widely renowned to be shit. Yeah. But I like it and it's going away and it makes me sad. Uh, I like the art. I like the fact it's a virus mm-hmm. because it sits with um, it sits with noise really well, and it was my main icebreaker du jour. Yeah. Um, before I realised that it probably wasn't that very wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, and it just took too long to to build up, uh, which is Darwin. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Darwin. Yeah. It's got a whale that's got legs on it, like it's evolving because it's Darwin, <laughs> and it gets stronger the longer it's left, so it gets better. Yeah. It's quite a nice little, you know. It's a nice name. It's got a nice link to yeah. it. You know, I, I just like the feel of it. It's a really cool card. I used that as my main breaker in my noise deck for ages yeah. when we were, were were very new. And it did do a lot of lot of. It was really things. good when we were new. It's yeah. it's, not, it's not so much now. No, yeah, but. Um, yeah, because I used to find lots of ways of throwing loads of tokens on it and boosting its thing yeah. out. The really good thing about it is that it's two credits to break an ice subroutine, but its mm. strength is as many virus tokens as it's got on it. And you can combo it with other cards so it can have like ridiculously high strength. Yeah. At which point you're not paying to boost the strength of your um, of your icebreaker, you're just paying to break downwards. Yeah. So certain things it was really cost effective but it could break anything in the game pretty much yes because it's a an ai so it doesn't break a certain type mm-hmm. so it's really really useful yeah uh, and i really liked it and it's going away and i will miss its weird weird face that's kind of got teeth like unpleasant teeth and it's kind of dribbling <laughs> it, actually the more i look at it the, the less comfortable i feel yeah but i like darwin so i'm gonna miss darwin yeah and like Find another podcast that's going to miss Darwin. <laughs> There's a challenge for you. You see, we're not the same as everyone else. Um, yeah. So, mm. moving over to the other side then. Yep. Hello from the other side. No, I 
took your Plascrete carapace and you died. <laughs> no? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I convinced you to change your mind on that one. That's, uh, that's great. So, yeah, we now have... Um, we're now just taking a look at what we're going to miss. There was something you said straight away from HB. Uh, Eli 1.0. Yeah, we love a bit of Eli. Eli's yeah. really good. Um it's not the card I'm happiest to see. This is, I'm being really negative. Oh, no, you, what you're doing is going, these <laughs> cards were bum, made things difficult. They're not bum. They're the good cards. good cards, yeah. but, but they, as, they, a, as they a wee nipper in Netrunner terms. Yeah, yeah. It, um, again, it's one of those things, those cards almost always appear, so you can put things in place to block against yeah. them, but there's less of that reactive gameplay yeah. then. Yeah. Um, a card that, that for a HP card that I'm quite glad to see go away because it does all sorts of bullshit mm-hmm. um, is accelerated diagnostics. Mm. Um, yeah. It's part of lots and lots of combos. Um, they've kind of died now. Yeah. You used to be able to power shut down. Uh, it's a different card that let you smash all of your cards away. You then with Jackson three times, you'd put three cards on the top of your deck. You play an accelerated diagnostics, which lets you play the top three cards of your deck. Um, any operations get played for free. Yeah. Um, and you could do all sorts of crazy things with accelerated diagnostics. It's yeah. going away. They kind of nerfed it when they, they FAQ power shut down. Jackson Howard is part of the combo as well. Yeah. Uh, but I'll always have a little special black part of my heart that will not <laughs> like will not like it yeah and I'm glad it's going away hmm. but that's just me um, yeah the next sweet takes a punch no next bronze yes which they all work off each other from what they I remember they do the next ice so every time you res a next ice you make the other next ice more powerful in some way yeah um, whether it's extra strength or extra subroutines or that kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, next bronze, um, plus one strength for each res piece of next ice. So mm. it's a, a barrier, uh, sorry, it's a code gate. Uh, strength zero, uh, cost two to res. So yeah. you like what's the point of that? But then if you've got five other bits, it's strength five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it includes itself as well. Each yes. res piece of next ice, yeah. So it counts itself. So mm-hmm. it's always strength one. One, yeah. It's like, I love me. <laughs> I give myself strength. <laughs> Yeah, and it was kind of an integral part of anybody who built the next deck-based ice deck. Yeah, if you wanted to, to build your deck round, it's it's cheap, cheerful, get still gets better. Yeah, uh, and it ends the run. It's, it's a code yeah. gate that ends the run, which yeah. is not you know, not more a premium than barriers. Yeah, yeah. Um, mostly but barriers that have the strength the boosting run. thing was always useful, and especially you only needed one, and then you can make up your deck with all the next things. Yeah, other fancy bullshit. Yeah, and it would then power the other ones as well. Yeah, for two credits. tiny little credits. Yeah, yeah. So that's going away. It's yeah. a bit sad. A bit sad. Um, 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 the blue well, and green level clearances are going. I've seen a few decks using those on yeah. fairly regular basis. Because you're you're you're, a, you're an HB player, aren't yes. you? That, that's yeah. your that's your poison. Yes, it is. I play quite a bit of HB. Mm. Um, I quite I quite like HB. They are, they are the deck we use mostly in, in our local meta. Yes, yeah, there's quite a lot of it. There's a lot of it about now. Yeah. Um, because of Estelle Moon and yeah, other yeah. bits and pieces. Um, you see, seeing quite a bit of it come back. Um, I'll miss Eve campaign. I just quite like Eve campaign. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, NBN. 
Pop-up windows, one of my favourite bits of ice. One of my most hated bits of ice. Just because it's irritating. It costs nothing to res. It gives you a credit when they, <coughs> when they hit it. Yay! Um, I've used that in all sorts of stuff. It's nice to have economy ice. Mm-hmm. Ice that gives you money. I quite I quite like it. Yes. I've yeah. splashed it in because it's very cheap influence-wise to yeah, splash. Yeah. I've splashed it in all sorts yeah, of things. It's a good card. It is a good card. Um, so I quite like it. Um, sweeps Week. I've heard a lot of people upset about losing Sweeps Week, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, Sweeps Week is interesting, because it's, it's um, MBM. Yeah. MBM. Boom, 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 boom. Um, gain, gain, gain a credit for each card in the runner's grip. There are a few cards, a few, um, excuse me, there are a few decks that build big hands. Mm-hmm. Um, like some kind of anti-Jeremy Beadle device. <laughs> that was awful. That's awful, isn't it? Um, yeah. Anti-Trump um, device. He's got no, he's got small too. hands. Updating it. Yeah. He's like a double Beadle, isn't he? <laughs> oh, I feel horrible for saying that. That's really mean. I should shut up. Um, game one. Game. Yeah. There's that. There's always. I mean, Andromeda's going. There's always a d- d- delicious uh, moment if you're playing against Andy and you pull a sweet week out. Yeah. In the first turn yeah. or two. It only costs a credit, so you can get plus eight credits. Yeah. Um, probably one of the most powerful economy cards in the game in the right circumstances. Yeah. Um, that's going away. Um, just realised another card. Yeah. Bit bit scatty today. Um, that I'm glad to see go from the runner side is blackmail. Oh yeah. Oh, I meant to mention. Yeah. 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 That um, was I hated that. Card. Alongside lots of of Wayland cards, the ones that let you get rid of bad publicity, mm-hmm. uh, they're disappearing. Ah, see, I've linked it in. You can cut all that. It kind of works. <laughs> um, you um, blackmail if the corp has bad, bad publicity, they can't res ice against you if you play blackmail. Yeah, I played against decks where you just didn't get to res any ice as the corp because they just had blackmail and they recurred it and they recurred it and they used it and they used it and they used it and yeah. they won the game. DLR blackmail, so they make a run that you can't res ice. Mm-hmm. to install the thing they then do their shenanigans and then they make another run with another blackmail to get into archives to pick out the seven points yeah yeah, yeah it's just complete bullshit and again yeah. it shuts the whole game down so there's no interaction no fun yeah you're just there as the court going what the fuck yeah which is why I, I favoured a lot of I'm going to kill you decks because I get to do stuff to the runner even if they turn up with a little solitaire piece of bullshit yeah, yeah. I get to murder them in the face yes so I'm quite happy with that. Hmm. Um, so again, an insight into into my. I do feel like I'm being really grumpy. <laughs> um, I think the big thing that's changing mm-hmm. for the corp side is the loss of the three two agendas. So agendas that can be scored after three advances mm-hmm. and score you two points. Yes, um, they're probably the most powerful and bestest uh, agendas in the game. Yeah, yeah. And we are losing Project Vitruvius. Yes, which is fairly useful. Um, which I've used a lot in HB. So it's all HB. Yeah, it's always but You can only use agendas in their, their core, but yeah, yeah. when I've played HB, I've, I've yeah. used it. Um, I always want to say HP. It's a much saucier corporation. <laughs> um, <laughs> you keep shaking your head at me today. Uh, we're losing Project Atlas, which is the 3-2 agenda mm. for Wayland. Yeah. 
Project Beal for MBM. Yeah. And for Jinteki? No. Mm. So, yeah. Here's where some of the unbalanced stuff might be coming in then. Yeah. I mean, it's not all the free twos. There are others. Yeah, there are others and such like, but we're losing them as options. Yes. Um, and I think that, I think that kind of, it changes the game again. It mm-hmm. reduces some fast advance shenanigans. Yes. Because <clears throat> you you can't just gain yourself an extra click. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Off you go. Um, it, which reduces the amount of time that. Um, the agendas are available to be sniped out by the runner. Yeah. Because biotic labour and three twos is, is just great. Because yes. you play biotic labour, you then install for your free click. Yeah. You get advance, 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 score. Yeah. Off you go. Sorted. Bonza. <laughs> um, so yeah, kind of kind of glad they're going away a little bit. Because just maybe from a fast advance was that was very very much a big thing. It was especially yeah. in tournament play because you've only got a limited amount of time <clears> to play the game. Yeah. So you're looking at you know quick wins, um, and I think maybe Shaper might benefit the most from this. Yes. Because they're the slowest to set up. They're the best when they are set up. Yeah. Uh, but they tend to be quite slow to get going. Yeah. Uh, or at least I found that in my. Uh, in my experience, yeah, generally the shape decks I've seen have yeah. rarely been quick. Um, yeah, Wayland are losing a lot of those uh, removing bad pub things, but maybe bad pub isn't such a bad thing as much anymore. It's not really been explored much. Bad publicity. No. It's not like a big. It's like a key part of the game a bit at the beginning when yeah. we were playing it, and then I I couldn't tell you the last time I had a bad publicity in a game. Um, only in the <laughs> well, the tournament we played, and there's one one. Yeah, I played Valencia, who gives you one for free. Yeah, and then she blackmailed me. Yeah, but I still won. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So, but Wayland appear to be losing the most. Yeah, Wayland have a huge amount of cards that are coming out, and they're already underpowered. Yeah, Wayland are are kind of weak but if all their cards are shit then it don't matter if any of them go away true enough <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that all Wayland's cards are shit I don't mean that no, I was being but... flippant yeah hyperbole for effect uh, but yeah there's some there's some good stuff there that's going I like Oversight AI mm-hmm. it's a nice way to get a nice big chunky ice going yeah um, especially if you're playing Blue Sun because you then destroy the ice and take all the sweet sweet money yeah. Um, there's quite a few, like, iconic cards that are going. Like, yeah. Jackson Howard, we said, was iconic. Um, Wotan. Yeah. I've got, you know, I've got um, deck protectors with Wotan on. Yes. You know, so it's something that they've tried to push as being a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to definitely feel uh, Jinteki rotation. Yeah. I've been playing. I love fetal AI because mm-hmm. uh, I like. I love the like. It's creepy as hell. It is. Yeah. It's like Jinteki like almost feel like horror in places in some of the bits and pieces that they do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and fetal AI is definitely <coughs> a, bit, a big part of that for me, where they've got the baby with his brain plugged in, and it's mm. really horrible, and I love it. It's so <laughs> weird. Uh, but the idea of um, 
agendas that protect themselves I like yeah. um, they've got their, their new agenda that protects itself uh, so it's kind of been replaced yeah so um, but it's been replaced it works slightly differently yeah um, so 5-2 yeah. which is weird as fuck yeah I struggle to think of another one to the internet machine <laughs> typing the word fetal into the internet this could be dangerous yeah it's a 5-2 it's 5-2 you don't get a lot of 5-2s you don't get a lot of 5-2s mm -hmm. um, which is kind of shit of it but it's not really. And in fact, it's got double protection um, because it does net damage yep. when it's accessed and it can actually kill you. The new one can't kill you. Uh, but also you need to pay two credits. So if you bankrupted them before, yay. Yeah. You know, it's sort of, they've got to take the damage and pay some money. Yes. Um, so that's good. All it's missing is lose a click and then it will have just taxed <laughs> everything that you, that you have as your kind of economy. Yeah. Um, Trick of Light is a really nice card that lets you shift around. You can move advancement tokens from one card to another. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, which really, I really like because I, like, I love to advance traps. But if you advance a trap and no one falls for it, it's you've wasted. just wasted yeah. your life. Trick of Light was always nice to put in as a backup. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. There we go. Agenda done. Um, and I've recently been playing a deck. I think I talked about it last time. No, it might not be last time. But when we talked about, we did a Jinteki thing, mm -hmm. and then we realised that doing a guide to each faction was a really dumb idea when rotation was coming. So we stopped. Yes. And I really enjoyed doing that, and I played loads of different stuff. Mm. Um, but I'm going to miss Ronin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really will miss Ronin. Uh, I murdered you with a Ronin. Yeah. Oh really really recently Aaron yes and I loved you, you it. made a, a deck of death horribleness that kind of there was a big grinder there that you could push people into um yeah well the, the deck works by um it's called three more Ronin mm -hmm. um and I, lo I love Mushin no Shin mm -hmm. uh, because again it's a card that requires interaction yeah. so you play it it costs you two clicks and no money. Uh, you play a card down, you put three advancement counters on it. You can't score it this turn. Mm -hmm. so you can't use it to get those three twos. Yeah. Uh, but what you can do is use your other click to put a bit of ice in front of it or to advance it again. Oh, the mind games. Why have they done that? Um, and using the, the show of force, three more Ronins, you can score show of force, which does two meat damage, yeah. And uh, if you play in Jinteki Person Evolution, an extra net point, net, a point of uh, net damage because yeah. it—that's um, their ability. That's what they do. Yeah, don't need me to explain that bit. Um, <laughs> a Ronin has to have four advancement counters on it. You can then res it, trash it, do three net damage. So it became lots of different ways for you to kill the other person just yeah. by advancing your own agendas. Why, part of why I said I like my own sort of tilly decks so I can actually threaten the runner and force them to do something yes. that isn't just sit there and do their own yeah yeah they have to come in and check thing. stuff and try and defeat things and yeah. yes yeah uh, so uh, fun fun I like it I like yeah. it um, well and... I hated playing against it but at the same point I also liked playing against it because it was interesting it was it was funny I've played it too much because in our local group if I play that deck everyone knows what I'm doing now but yeah. if you play a stranger with it and they're not expecting it it can really throw them yeah um, so that's good 
Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to play with strangers sometimes. Not anymore, though. Um, but I would say that's probably not the the most important or the, the most no, powerful no. Uh, Jinteki card to go. That card will probably be, in my humble opinion, um, which is right and correct in every way, uh, Caprice Nisei. Mm-hmm. Caprice Nisei is a dick. Yeah. And I love her. Yeah. Um, I really like her haircut. Um, and I really like her fluffy bonsai trees. Possibly because <laughs> I've been eating a lot of broccoli recently, yeah. and they look a bit like broccoli. If yeah. Look at the card. What else are you going to do with it now? Paper your walls with them. Yes. I might. I might. I could do a little yeah. display of yeah, good. cards. It'd look shit, wouldn't it? No, if you did it properly. Oh no, it'd look shit then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any skills. <laughs> um, but yes. So when the runner gets into a server that she is installed as an upgrade in. Uh, she can then force a side game, and if they don't win, then they get kicked out. Yeah. It's absolute pain in the backside. Yeah, side games um, are always a nightmare. I was playing... <laughs> I didn't play you with this one. No. Recently, I played um, an Ag Infusion deck. I have played you with Ag Infusion, but not that one. Yeah. I played an Ag Infusion Lockout deck that made it really, really hard for you to... If, when you ran on somewhere... Yeah. Uh, first of all, Ag Infusion lets you burn off a card. It's very new. It's only just come out. It's cutting edge, high tech already. <laughs> um, it, um, you can trash an unresed ice instead of resing it and move them to a different server. Yeah. So you can then couple that with um, some grids and with some currents that make those runs cost even more. Mm-hmm. And then they run out of they run out of clicks and can't get in yeah. the other way it did it was when if you don't have enough ice where it's because like you've got six other ice in front of it and you don't want to spend loads of credits to put it in front you just install a caprice and say as well and then yeah. they get in and then you go no you failed your side game get out you've got no clicks left can't get the agenda that's quite clearly there yeah uh like it yeah i'll be sad that she's gone but i think she's I really be. really good yeah. You don't see her splashed much <coughs> mm. because she costs four influence. So she's mm-hmm. very much a Jinteki thing. Yeah. But she's a really good Jinteki thing. Yes. I really, really like her and yeah. I want to have her robot babies. <laughs> oh, she's not a robot, she's a clone. Oh, okay, that's, that's fine. Then. She's the first clone to serve as an NAVD detective. Mm. That, that's her, that's her flavour text. <laughs> Bland. That's what it tastes <laughs> of, that's the flavour. <laughs> It's all right. Yeah. It, it's like a Ron Seal thing, isn't it? Yeah. God, that's a good <clears throat> reference as well, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's a bit. It's a bit unfun, I think, in play in, at times. Because yeah. you're like, I did the th- no, I didn't do the thing. I got to do the thing again. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, really, a frustrating thing. Really good late game card when you're trying to score out that final agenda, and they get in, and then you go no, and they go, I've got no money left. Yeah. Then it's funny, I think. I think it might be coming across. <laughs> That's really frustrating, but yeah, clever because you've done it right at the last point. Doing it early yeah. on, it's like no, it's being irritating now. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. I'm not. I'm not from an opposing player. I'm not sad to see it go. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it what is 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 a nice card, and there's not a great deal that use side games. There's a few, and again, you're losing a bit of the extra bits that. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought at one point they might be possible to do like a really side game focused deck. Yeah. You can, but they're they're not they're not like a huge thing. No. A bit like Bad Pub, they were like it was big at the beginning. And yeah, and then it's kind, kind of died off. Died off. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of any recent cards that use side games. If you can think of any, dear listeners, send us a message. Mm. We will send you a biscuit. In fact, we'll send you two biscuits because they come in packs of two. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm just trying to just looking looking through anything else I've used or enjoyed. Uh, NAPD contract is another agenda. Oh yeah, uh, that will probably be missed um, in certain certain builds. Again, it's an agenda that protects itself. You have to pay money to steal it, mm. uh, and it has a link with bad publicity. You're seeing a, a theme in some of the early cycles of Netrunner. That yeah, <clears throat> just never. They've obviously gone. Oh, we've done that now. Yeah. So maybe actually some of these mechanics that were played around with early on that then they haven't really come back to, might. there's now a space for them. So we might see more side games. We might see more. Uh, we might see more um, protecting agendas and things like that. Yes. We might see these things sort of come back around. More bad pub. More, mm. more this. More that. Uh, I doubt we'll see more three twos. No, they seem reluctant. Don't want to include them, but. They might think actually the game is balanced at the moment round having three twos. Have some new ones. Maybe three twos that don't give you extra bonuses if you over advance, which is what like project trees. These ones all you know, they have that, no. that thing. They might just be three two, you've yeah. got some points, but I don't have a biscuit. Yeah. Um Yeah. So that's kind of our hodgepodge. We've missed some really important cards. I, I don't doubt it. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, but we're, as I said, right back at the beginning, a million years ago, <laughs> uh, when we were young. No. We when weren't. love was a battlefield. No. No? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Cyberpunk is 80s. That's an 80s <laughs> song. It's relevant. It's not a tangent. It's no. More of a, more of a lumpy growth. Um... <laughs> So what do you what do you think, Aaron? What do you think about the game? Is is this enthusing you to play more Netrunner, or is this making you go Netrunner's dead? I hate it. I'm going to go live in a bin. No, not at all. I don't. I don't understand why people. Well, I suppose I can. Just people frustrated. But oh, I get. I, I, I get, get the frustration at the lack of news. Yeah. There seems to be gaps now, mm. and I think it could lead to, especially <clears> for worlds. Worlds is a big thing, you yeah, know, especially yeah. if you're traveling there from. I mean, even you know, if you're not from that part of America, yeah. America's massive. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of spend several hours on plane. Yeah, uh, you can. Yeah, it can cost you a lot of money to go if you're traveling from Europe or the rest of the world. Mm. It can be really, really expensive, and I'm, I'm slightly. There's a little bit of me that's like the meta's going to be a bit wonky and a bit weird. Yeah, um, and it'll be interesting what what comes up as how there's no answer to this now because once once the netrunner community get on it yeah they're going to you know they're gonna they're gonna go for it they're gonna find these things it's what happens you know it's that that thing of you make a computer game yeah you get your hundred play testers to play it they They find find no bugs a million people play it and immediately the bug that has a 0.001% chance of happening happens to 10,000 people yeah 1,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> Not many people. Yeah. Um, but enough that if they all go on the internet and say about it, it causes a huge problem. Yes. And and with, with Netrunner, it's not like bugs. It's, I've just found this crazy thing. I've made a, I've won a tournament. Publish, the list gets published. Everybody plays it. Because really. it has to be yep. when, you, when you play competitively. People look at it and go, this won a tournament. Oh, my God, I'm stealing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you add this other card in, it makes it even worse. Yeah. And there's not really much of a season to play before. The The lead up to Worlds has been played in a very different meta game mm-hmm. to what Worlds itself will be played yeah. in. And now, I think that is frustrating for people because they're not able to yeah. 
to follow through on their ideas. Yeah, like from a watcher's perspective, that makes it much more entertaining because things oh, are yeah, going to be yeah. really Tune, different. Tuning in and watching a bit of it's going to be oh, cool. That's going to go yeah. on. But yeah, from a from a actual player at Worlds perspective, yeah, that's incredibly frustrating. I'll be tempted yeah. to throw the game in at that point, but from a <clears throat> newbie player's perspective, you know, I mean, it's it's. It's, it's held me off playing a lot of Netrunner recently because I'm like, cool, I don't want to get too invested in anything in case that's going out and when's the next thing coming in? I just want to sort of dick about rather than actually Yeah, we've, we've not really touched Netrunner for no. a few months. But I've played a bit here and there yeah. and kept, kept our hands in and such like, but, but I haven't had a new runner deck for ages, no. actually. I've still got my smoke deck that I built in May yeah. kicking around. But when the new stuff turns up... And everything, or when the stuff gets cycled out and the rotation happens, yeah, I think that might enthuse me to play more because suddenly I'm having to think differently again. Yeah, and it's completely changed the game. Yeah, and becomes a new thing, and I don't have to worry about that cycle happening like, two weeks after I design a deck. Now I know when it's coming up. It's yeah. fine. <clears throat> um, honorable mention to Chaos Theory. Chaos Theory is dying. Yeah. Well, Wizard got blown up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andromeda is on the lam and has taken off her hair to reveal different hair. Oh my (laughs) god! It's like she's a different person. Um, Because that's how you judge women. They get a haircut. You don't know that. But men don't notice haircuts, so surely everyone in her life who is male is just going to go. You're right, Andy. (laughs) Um, Don't know. Anyway, uh, leaving the seventies for a second. Um, yeah, Chaos Theory's dying. Um, I just wanted to mention her, her not dying. She's rotating out. Her, yeah, yeah. her dad's have run out of money. Yeah. I liked Chaos Theory as a character. I don't think she's particularly good as a card. No, no, no. no it wasn't. The extra memory's quite nice. Would would have been really nice early on in with Magnum Opus because mm. lets you have Magnum Opus and your three breakers without having to find a mem chip or something like yeah. to, to do it. So it's just quite nice that yeah. way. Um, but fluff wise, she was in, uh, interesting. Really interesting, yeah. yeah. Like Dinosaurus is really cool. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that she had dads rather yeah. than traditional patriarchal family norms. Yeah. Ology, 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 Aaron. Um, <laughs> you know, it, was, it was interesting. It was just... It's, yeah, it symbolised all the interesting things about the Netrunner universe, really. Right? Well, it's kind of Character. extrapolating on, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, there are other formats of Netrunner that can be played. So uh, we saw the 1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1 format where you get a core set, yeah. um, a big box expansion, yeah. a cycle, and a pack. Okay. One, 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 one. Um, which has kind of been replaced by Cash Refresh, which is slightly more restrictive. Mm-hmm. It's all big boxes and one thing, a uh, thing, I don't know. Um, <coughs> brain, brain goes, I haven't played Cash Refresh. No, no. Um, and then you might end up with a game that has legacy formats. Mm-hmm. So you might have a legacy Netrunner that's like, here's all the cards. Yeah. Uh, which you get with things like Magic. Yes. You can just go, let's just play Magic with all the cards. It's which fine. tends to be insane and broken, but f- uh, funny because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can, like, combo a card from 1993 with a card yeah. from 2017. You can show really off your Black Lotus way. again, you know. Yeah. That sounds naughty, mate. You've <laughs> <laughs> sickened me. But yeah, for me, going back to what we said right at the beginning, uh, and cut me 
if I'm meandering stroke <laughs> repeating. Um, it will refresh Netrunner. It will either make it really good again. Yeah. And really interesting, really exciting kind of mix up. It was like we mentioned as we went through, it yeah. kind of got a bit stagnant. Yes. And the same old things were coming up, but not same old thing, but the same old things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Humour. Um, you've got all these different, these different ways of playing that are changing and different new gaps in yeah. the game and new ideas maybe where you're trying to do old things but slightly differently and maybe discovering new stuff yeah uh, but it could also be a thing that puts a lot of people off yeah it could be a thing that that upsets people so if you're a netrunner player please let us know what you think of mm. rotation what do you think how's it going to play out has it has it put a skip in your step and a stride in your meanderings yeah. Or has it made you want to choke yourself to death on all those plas- uh, cardboard counters that come in the box? While <laughs> um, shouting, why? Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's just really fun to do that. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds I bet it sounds horrible. It, it sounds like a tiny gremlin, yeah. It's, it's I, I can do that because I tried to do you know, like a gangster. Yeah. Shut up, get Tracy. <laughs> but it just comes out like a goblin. Well, it's like a gangster goblin at least gangster yeah, goblin yeah the gangster goblin podcast <laughs> that would have been good as well would, yeah on that circular note then if you have enjoyed this please feel free to subscribe we'd love you if you did yeah uh, we don't just talk about netrunner we talk about other board games or card games or tabletop games we also talk about video games from time to time yeah um we do videos on youtube we do podcasts all over the place. iTunes, SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, I found out the other day. Yeah. Yeah, we're on there. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and um, it'd be nice to, to hear from you. Tell us what you think about rotation. Yeah. Cool. So thank you very much. He's been Aaron Ravinsky. And he's probably been Brian Innes. Maybe, secretly. <laughs> I shall rip off my own face to expose... Another Back end face. of a cat? I don't know. <laughs> Another face. Well, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> to expose the bones of my skull glistening with blood. The, the desiccated black hole that exists underneath. Yeah. yeah. So we'll probably be back in about a month with some more Netrunner. Um, we'll be back in a week with something else, whatever we decide to talk about next. Yeah. It'll be good, though. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try to make, put jokes in and stuff. Yay. And puns. I like Yay. puns. You do. I do. I really like just endings that just sort of trail off just, just meandering like kind it. of anti-climax yeah. yeah yeah anti-climax sounds like some kind of sex worker relative <laughs> bye <laughs>